What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast yet again here on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, everywhere you can watch a podcast. I'm pretty sure we're on, what, five platforms now? And it is awesome. We have just beaten over 1K views on the podcast. It's picking up out of nowhere. I don't really know what to do about it. I'm not completely sure. But, um, hey, let's celebrate today. Just a few throwback stories, some of my favorite ones that I've recorded for the podcast some new details possibly added because I'm not quite as stoned as I was when I recorded a lot of my old episodes when I first started doing this podcast right I would get absolutely fried like gone like not in any shape any way shape or form should I have been allowed to record the things that I was recording back then and I would hesitate a lot, be like, oh, um, mm, uh, well, I don't know, um, mm, mm, shit like that. And it got annoying, but before I get into that, how's everybody doing? Are you having a good day? Are you feeling okay? Are you enjoying the sunrise? Are you really okay? How many people have freaked out when I did the sudden burst of silence asking if you're actually okay? Because you know what? That happens to me all the fucking time. Someone be like, are you good, man? And I'll sit there for a second and think about it. And then I'll go, yeah, I'm fine. But I hope everybody listening to this knows that even if you have to sit there and say, I'm fine, or I'm okay, or I'm alright, and you're not actually fine, okay, or alright, none of the three, I feel you on a spiritual level. Been there, dealt with that, gone through some shit like that. But I hope I can make everybody's day just a little bit brighter just by being here and talking to you guys. But, you know, I know it's not always going to happen like that. So, you know what, guys? I'm going to go ahead, let the music play, take a bong hit, and then we'll get into some of my favorite stories. And we're back. No cough today. No dying. No cough attacks. It's that Fendi, man. I'm telling you, that shit, this shit is smooth. Like, it's 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 kind of strong. So, you know, you feel it right off the bat. But you know what? It's totally fucking worth it, man. And it's a hybrid. And I got my sativa pen here. I got my edibles over there. Unfortunately, I have real adult work to do today. I fucked everything up. Oh, God. I have real adult work that I have to do today, so unfortunately, I can't, like, get crazy high. I can't smoke too much today, just because, like, if it interferes with the real work that I have to do and the things that I have to deal with today, it could be a problem. I got a photo shoot today. I'm photographing one of my buddies, well, not a buddy from work, one of the managers at work, got a Hummer limousine, right? And he is starting up a limo company. So I'm going to do a photo set for him, shoot some video, give him a good old promo that he can throw up on his pages, that he can put out online, that he can kind of, you know, show off to everybody about, like, what the limo looks like, the sound in it, the, the, the actual, like, the atmosphere that's going on inside of it, like, everything about it, man, like, I want to get good video of it, like, the outside, the inside shot, the panoramic view of the indoors of it, like, throw it all together on here, send it to him so he could upload it and post it on his pages. Maybe get me some more work doing a couple of more photo shoots. Because that's like what I wanted my real job to be for so long is media production. 
and I kind of wanted to break away from having to have a nine to five. You know what I mean? Like working for somebody else is great, but working for yourself, the feeling of satisfaction that you get from realizing your own like self-worth. And that this is kind of where that beginning message about are you really okay came from. Because I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like last night, I was at work sober, like not not high, not anything. And I was just on a break outside thinking to myself like, man, maybe if I had started doing all of this when I was like, you know, 18, 19, it could be something I could actually depend on now. You know, while I was still living with mom and dad, before having kids, before settling down, before, you know, doing the whole adult gig of getting a real job and a haircut. Like, I could have become something so much bigger than what I am. So to anybody that's listening to this, if you're like 19, 18, hell, even like 20, 21, even my age, 25, if you find something that you're passionate about, you want to do it, take whatever steps you got to take, do whatever the fuck you got to do. But just make sure that you take those steps. Make sure that you are ready to deal with the things that the world is going to throw at you. Because the world fucking sucks. I'm going to be real about it. In the real world, what a, a lot of the problems I'm seeing with at least a bunch of like the younger kids today is... And that's kind of fucked up because I'm only 25 and I notice the difference. Is everything is kind of handed to them. Oh, you want to play sports? Cool. Everyone gets a trophy. There's no winner. There's no loser. There's no, well, you did shitty today, so do better tomorrow. It's, oh, we can't make them feel bad. We can't make them have a negative image about themselves. You know, it's gotten to the point that, like, some people are already trying to do this shit. That I've seen this movement online on a couple of people's pages on, like, TikTok and on Facebook and shit. Where they're trying to make it... Not... It's not unacceptable to be super heavy set all right don't get me wrong some people are just born that way and i completely understand it and you know what for those of you guys who were born that way and who are you know big and proud be big and proud but for those people that are like sitting here going like oh well what's wrong mochi those people that are sitting there like i choose to be this way i love my body the way it is good for you love it the way it is but don't try to make everybody be the same thing like that's the problem with society now and i'm not saying that about everybody it's not ow on my knee on my desk ow that's not just directed towards people with obesity that's directed towards people who are you know straight up like shaming other people for the way they look the way they dress the way they behave the music they listen to the things they like the things they love you know i i catch shit all the time for being a stoner Am I going to change who I am just to please somebody I don't even know on the fucking internet? No. Am I going to take my time out of my day and my life to sit here and think, oh God, I might have randomly offended some person online. If you're offended by something you see online, step away from the computer for a little bit. It's probably what you need. Second bong hit of the day. But anyways, guys, sorry I had to go on that little rant. But if everybody was the same, there'd be no such thing as unique. And then all these people who are out here preaching about being unique would never be unique. You know, if every singer could sing like Ariana Grande and Brendan Urie and, you know, Axl Rose, if everyone could sing that well, there would be nothing special about being a singer. 
if everybody hello truck if everybody could play guitar there would be nothing special about being guitar there would be no reason to play guitar because you know if there's 500,000 other people in your neighborhood alone that play guitar what's the point of trying to be the best what's the point of practicing if you just if, if everyone can do it why would you try it's just like the same thing with me taking these fat hits of weed and taking these fat pen rips and bong rips and sitting here and embarrassing myself on the internet like you know if everybody could do it then like what would make me special what do i bring to the table that nobody else has probably not much i'm just some stoner on the internet but what you the thing about me in particular and the reason i can say this with like 100% authenticity is the guy that you guys hear on here, the way that I talk to you, the way that I'm acting on here, all silly and like, uh-huh, random and stony and shit, that is who I am in real life. I don't put on a persona to impress people on the internet. I do the same thing when I live stream on TikTok. I'm like, oh, hey guys, like, welcome to the stream. What's up? Oh, you're donating money to me? Holy shit, dude, you don't have to do that. Take it back, but, th but thank you. Like, I appreciate it. But you don't have to do that. You don't have to pay me. You don't have to even listen to this entire podcast. But I appreciate the fact that each and every one of you is here. And I genuinely mean that. And again, this is the 1,000 views special, I guess you would say, of the Autumn Smoke Sessions. And this takes me back to a time where I'll, I'll tell you guys a story right about now, all right? So me and my buddies, we wanted to start a band. When we were in high school, I played in a band for like two years, right? We wanted to start a punk rock band, and we were just doing a bunch of covers of songs, like Sum 41, Blink-182, um, Green Day songs, shit like that. Basic bitch punk rock. Like, throwing some knuckle pucks, some neck deep, fucking, I set my friends on fire, a little bit more like the screamo stuff, and that was basically, like, our playlist. That was what we listened to, so that was what we knew, that was what we wanted to do, was play that kind of music. And everyone and their mother told us, they're like, don't start a band. You guys are never going to be successful. You're never going to be famous. And I believed it. And I went along with it, which was like my own problem at that point in time. I should have just stuck to my original dream in high school, which was to get a fucking VW bus, load a bed in the back, put a mini fridge in it, a little hot plate for cooking on it, some pots and pans, load all my camera gear and just fucking go. Just hit the road, see where I end up, see where the world takes me, be a traveling photographer, like, that's what I originally wanted to do, was do that and play music, playing music was more important, uh, allow me to say, playing music was like, the number one thing that I wanted to do back then, but I gave up on my dreams so that other people could have a chance to see me become the thing that they wanted, I guess you could say. I chose responsibility over passion. You know, I, I decided that like getting a job and going to school and doing what I was trying to do and like having a girlfriend and taking care of all that was more important than pursuing the things that I wanted to do out of life. And now at the age of 25, now that I'm like situated, I got a place to live, I got a roof over my head, you know, I got a, I got weed in my bowl, like I can't complain. Like I am in a pretty complacent place in my life right now. Could it always get better? Fuck yeah, I could. But is it bad the place that I've gotten myself to through my own hard work and my own determination and my own, like, you know, pushing myself to, like, uh, Mochi. She's playing with toys. But, like, 
Does it make me feel bad? No. I feel absolutely comfortable and confident in who I am and what I do. And my buddy that was in that band that we were in in high school who was told he was never going to get famous, he was never going to be anything, he was never going to amount to nothing, you know, nobody was going to care about his music, no one cares about what a bunch of kids want to say. His band is now like a pretty decent punk rock act out here, like out here in the desert. They play at a bunch of bars and restaurants and like, you know, they, they're having the time of their life. They're having the time that I wish I could have been having had I stayed true to myself and done what I wanted to do. And it's too late to go back now as an adult and, like, change the things that I wish I could have done in, you know, high school and middle school and shit. But, like, there's that part of you that always wants to be like, I can go back, I can fix things if I had one chance. But you don't get that second chance. So, guys, what I want to tell you is live your life to the best that you can live your life. Be the bigger person. Be the person that you wanted to see yourself turn into when you were a kid. Okay, I, I, I digress from that because I didn't want to see myself turn into a stoner. But you know what? Now that I'm absolutely done from that coughing fit and dying and I've recovered my voice the slightest bit for today. I know I said I wasn't going to get too high today, but you know what? We're already here, all right? I already just took that <clears throat> two, two or three bong hits. I don't even know. I think it was, I, I'll say two because the second, third one, I was kind of just clearing it, but you know. The fact that I'm as high as I am right now, it's pretty awesome, actually. I can't complain too much. But in, I, I, I digress from that fact. Anyways, guys. We'll get into some story times right about now-ish. So, like, last night, I'm at work. And again, these two kids came in, bought an apple, and asked me if I had a pen they could use. And I was like, no, I don't have any pens, dude. I'm like, I know you guys are coming in here and buying apples to make pipes. You know, go fucking smoke. Get out of here. And, like, they leave, like, smiling and laughing as they usually do. Because they're probably already half stoned. They always smell like weed. And it gave me, like, these big reminiscent flashbacks back to when, like, my friends and I used to smoke before and after school. And, like, we literally would go, like, meet up at one spot. Everybody would get, like, some rounds in on, like, either a bowl or a joint or a blunt. Like, whatever we had, we had to smoke it before going into school. Because, God forbid, we got caught with anything. And, thankfully, we had one friend who was a senior and he had a car. So we could always go leave, like, if somebody brought a bowl, we'd go leave the bowl in the buddy's car. Well, today happened to be one of those mornings where we didn't really get to smoke before school. We were all kind of disappointed because, like, we had weed on us, but nobody brought anything to smoke out of. No papers, no pipes, no bongs, no nothing. Nothing. Dead ass dried up. So... What do we get the bright idea to do? We go to the cafeteria for the free breakfast, all right? We get an apple, right? And I look at my buddy, and he looks at me, and we both smile, and we're like, we're going to make a bowl. We're smoking today, guys. And all of our friends are like, how the fuck are we going to smoke? What are we going to do? And I held up the apple in my hand, and everyone's face just went like, oh, that's what we're going to do. Where are we going to smoke at? And I was like, look, I know we just came in and got our breakfast. But school hasn't started yet. We still had like almost 30 minutes before school started. So I was like, we can just say we're going to go out and meet like our friend in the parking lot. 
we'll go meet up with somebody that we know and like we'll just go sneak around the corner smoke a bowl real quick and then we'll go back in and go to class and like this was one of the times that like I had this brilliant fucking idea and everything almost worked out perfectly right so here's where we get to this part so we go up to the wall the gate we're trying to go out thankfully thankfully for us there was no security guard there at that time so we go out to the parking lot we run into my buddy who had the, the, the friend with the car and he's like yo what's up guys where are you going we're like dude come with us around the corner real quick we're gonna go smoke a bowl like all low-key and he's like ah i got you and he pulls out his little bag so what was supposed to be just let's go smoke a bowl real quick turned into let's go smoke four bowls yeah so we smoke these four bowls we take the apple i'm eating the apple to kind of clear my breath you know i'm spraying down with a little bit of like this my buddy had this shit that he bought online that was supposed to be like a cure-all like mist thing that like neutralized every odor basically fucking febreze but it smelled like this weird combination of like cinnamon and mint cinnamon i think is what it was called but like it smelled how do i describe this you ever opened up like your grandma's fucking candy jar and it's got like those little cinnamon candies in it now take that and then picture smelling like smelling what extra gum tastes like the extra the extra winter mint i think it's called the fucking one that if you take a sip of water after after putting it in your mouth it tastes like you just dipped your tongue in antarctica's freezing asshole like this shit was like minty it's like so minty it almost burned your nose but it faded pretty quick so i was like all right cool this is this is all right this is this is this is fine like i'll be able to live with this and so we go into school all smelling up like mint and cinnamon and everyone's like oh that smells bomb what is like some people were like that smells good like what is that and i was like bro i smell like fucking christmas time like the human personification of christmas tree but like people people like we're dead ass just walk up and smelling us and they're like oh you guys smell good now here's where it gets kind of dicey around third period me and two other friends are pulled out of the same class that we're in and we're pulled into the security office and they're like oh well we're just letting you guys know we saw you leave campus this morning and we're like oh, okay well that's cool like like what what what's what's happening because of this like are, is anything bad happening right now and they were like no 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 we're just letting you guys know we saw you leave campus What'd you leave campus for? And we're like, oh, well, our friend was in the parking lot. He goes, no, we saw him pull in. We saw you all walk around the corner over there. And the, thank God that the corner that was right there was slightly off camera. Like, you couldn't see. We were literally like, there was a little brick wall, if it, an L shape, if you could imagine. And it's about like six and a half feet tall, right? And so, like, we're hiding behind this wall. And you cannot see us at all. But the wall cuts off at the top of where the camera view is. So you couldn't see the smoke coming up over it. If that camera had been tilted back like another couple of inches and been able to see like just like over the top of the wall, we would have been fucked because there was a hell of smoke. We were smoking four bowls out of an apple, dude. Like the apple was baked at this point, just about as baked as we were. And like it blew my fucking mind, man, because I was like, I thought we were fucked. I thought it was game over. And all four of us somehow managed to tell like 
the same fucking story. We were like, oh, we just walked over there. And I was like, I don't know. We just walked over there. My friend with the car was like, yeah, like we saw something and we just walked over there. He's like, what'd you see? And my buddy was like, he told me that he told them like, ah, oh, I don't remember. Like, you know, it was this morning. It was probably like a bird or something. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Like a lizard. Not fucking, it could have been anything. We're kids, man. And they fucking bought it. They bought it, dude. But then, like, my mom got a call that I got sent into the security office. So when I got home from school, she was like, why'd you get pulled in? I was like, well, security saw me leave campus after I got there this morning. And she's like, well, why'd you leave? And I'm like, well, we just, we, we saw something around the corner over there. I think it was a lizard. My buddy saw it. He was trying to catch it. So we just ran over there and, like, like followed him. And she goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She fucking knew. This is before my mom was, like cool with me smoking after it became legal and like knew about me smoking this was before we got caught smoking which i'll tell that story next but like there's no fucking way she didn't know that i was high all right she didn't know she knew that we were going over there to smoke but the only reason i think i got off from this one is because they didn't actually see anything and i didn't actually get like caught caught like red-handed caught smoking so there's really nothing that she could like no punishment could be administered if you don't have the evidence. But let me take this bong hit and I will retell the story of me and my best friend getting caught smoking weed by my parents and me almost shitting myself when it happened. You guys ever smoke pen, like, vape out of a bong? <coughs> I feel like I just hit this thing, like, ten times the normal amount that I would hit off a vape pen. I saw a YouTube video of a guy doing it. I thought it would be safe and fun to try. I am wrong. I am terribly, terribly wrong. So I'll make this one pretty quick, and that'll be out of your guys' hair. So anyways, the story of the time that me and my childhood friend got caught smoking weed. This starts off as like a happy evening, you know, my buddy's coming over, he's gonna stay the night, we're gonna play some Call of Duty, we're gonna play some Halo, we're gonna fuck around on Xbox Live, like, he brings his Xbox over, we hook it up in the living room, and you know, my brothers and we're all playing Modern Warfare 2, and I think Call of Duty Black Ops was out at this point, there was one, one of the other games was out. You know, we're playing multiplayer, we're playing zombies, we're talking shit to people online, my parents keep telling us not to swear, like... Well, okay, sorry, Mom. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. You better be. You better not hear another goddamn swear word come out your mouth. And I was like, Mom, you swear more than we do. Holy shit. But I digress. So we're having a great fucking time. Everyone's hanging out. You know, the evening starts to wind down. And I'm like, yo, Chris, let's go for a walk. And every stoner knows when your buddy gives you the eyes, the eyebrows up, half fucking cheeky fucking smile on their face. And it's like, hey, let's go for a walk. Alright. You already fucking know. You already know that it's about to go down. And it's about to be a smoke session. So we go outside. I grab my hidden stash from the sprinkler box in the background. The backyard in the ground. Pull it out of there. <clears throat> it's just a joint. It's like a tiny, like, maybe like a, like a ten minute joint. If you understand what I mean by a 10 minute joint, like you're going to smoke it and you're going to feel really high for about 10 minutes and then you're going to just get the munchies. 
but we wanted to smoke so we figured oh let's go for a walk so we asked my mom like hey mom what do you want from like circle k and she's like oh i just want a coke and my dad's like my dad i guess she texted him and she he he wanted a slushy or she called him at work i think and said the well you know you're on your way home like the boys are going to the store and my dad wanted a slushy my uncle quincy now he wanted his uh he was really into the brisk uh the water the the melon strawberry melon whatever the fuck the pink one the tasty one the fruity as fuck one so he wanted one of those and mind you we called my mom from chris's phone as we were walking we we're like oh yeah we're we're here we made it here safe and we thought we hung up because we were gonna smoke on the way up there and mind you we slowed down so it would take twice as long so that way they think we were already at the store and i can just be like oh there was a big ass line so we light the joint, we're talking, we're smoking, we're fucking like, oh, damn, this shit's good. Oh, man, this thing's hitting good. Did you roll this? Yeah, man, I fucking rolled it. My homie hooked it up with some bud and a couple papers. And like the entire time that we are talking about how good this joint is and how tasty this weed is we're smoking and where we got it from. And we're saying people's fucking names, dude. People that my parents knew that were our friends that used to hang out with us. The entire time, unbeknownst to us, my buddy had somehow managed to butt dial my mom's cell phone on an iPhone 4S. That's how this if this tells you how old it was. An iPhone 4S at the time. My parents heard everything. Oh yeah, let's spark this shit up. Oh light it. Oh man, you got a cigarette? Yeah, I just snagged a couple cigarettes from my mom's pack. As my mom is on the phone listening to us say all this shit knowing what we're doing where we are and when we get out of the store we remember to buy everything because we made a list right so we had everybody's snacks we're walking back down the hill you know i'm coming down a little bit the 10 minute mark is hit and i'm just i just want my snacks and my soda and i look up and i see coming towards us down the street the light of the tip of a cigarette and my dad had this fucking giant like truck light flashlight and the minute they saw us, he hits us with the flashlight. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, it was bright, dude. And my mom walks up to me, pulls another cigarette out of her pack and goes, hey, Nick, let me see your lighter. And I'm like, sure, mom. And I was in that moment, that moment right there. When she asked me for a lighter and I'm like, sure, mom. And she knew I had a lighter on me then. It was game over. I looked at her and I'm like, I'm in trouble. And she goes, oh, yeah, you're both in trouble lights your cigarette hands me back my fucking lighter that said 420 friendly on it with a little like weed happy face in the corner and you can tell that this thing's been used to smoke bowls because it's got the black across the bottom it's got like the, the nastiness that comes with like dapping onto the top of your pipe bowls or your bongs to like pack it down a little bit like it was very obviously a lighter that had been used to smoke weed And when we were walking down the street, I'm, I start crying like a bitch. I'm like, Mom, Dad, I'm so sorry. Like, I can't believe I did this. I never should have tried drugs. My best friend is standing there trying to tell my mom, like, Mom, Mom, Dad, it was just a cigarette. It wasn't weed. It wasn't anything like that. Like, we wouldn't smoke weed. And my mom goes, shut up. We know you smoke. And we're like, okay. At that point, everything came out of the bag. The cat was out of the bag. Metaphor, well, literally, like we were fucked my parents knew that we smoked weed from then on my mom came to me one day like a couple months after this 
And she just tells me, she goes, if you guys ever get caught, I didn't fucking know anything about it. And then, like, after a while, like, she got sick of me stealing cigarettes from her pack. So I was, like, 16, and she would go buy me, like, packs of cigarettes. Like, I would give her money, and she would buy me packs of cigarettes, or she'd just bring me home one and throw it at me in my room. She didn't want to know where I kept it. She didn't want to know where it was. She didn't want to see it. She didn't want me to get caught smoking by my dad, and if I got caught with a pack of cigarettes, he knew nothing about it. Or she knew nothing about it. So, like, I had basically, like, permission to smoke cigarettes, just don't get caught. So I'd go walk into the empty lot next to the house some nights, go smoke a cigarette. There was a couple nights where I got pretty close to getting caught by my dad. Like, like he would, he would like, come and look at me and he'd be, like, he'd be looking over the wall or some shit. And I'd be like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I, I finally gave up hiding that I smoked cigarettes and I just told him, like, yes, I smoke cigarettes, like... I'm not going to quit smoking cigarettes. I'm not going to stop smoking cigarettes. Don't tell me to quit because I'll just I'll just get them from my friends. Like, you're not going to be able to stop me. I'm still going to do it during the school week with my buddies before and after school. Like, and at that point, it was like, all right, well, you like cigarettes were kind of approved. But like my mom basically approved me for cigarettes because she smoked. My stepdad was so mad. Like, he was pissed when he found out that I was smoking cigarettes. But like, it didn't really bother me. I didn't really give a shit at the point that point in time. Like, I wish I would have been a nicer kid, honestly. Sometimes. I think about it like that. But that has nothing to do with how this story ends about us getting caught smoking weed. So. Like I said, we're fucked. We're caught. My mom has my lighter in her fucking hand. Then she hands it back to me. We smell like weed. Our eyes are red as fuck. My best friend is behind me just trying to bullshit my stepdad into thinking that we only smoked a cigarette. And that it's not a big fucking deal. And, like, all this shit... We go around the corner. My friend's mom is standing there with her truck, like, still running. Like, she just pulled up. She gets out of the truck, walks over, looks at my best friend. She's like, honey, are you okay? Are you okay? She's like, how could you be so fucking stupid? Like, oh, my God, why would you hang out with him? And basically, in that moment, the entirety of my best friend smoking weed was blamed on me. And I got grounded for a couple of weeks, you know, I got all my shit taken away. My mom, like, took, like, she found, like, my stash box, I guess. I had, like, a little bit of weed in it and, like, not even, like, in a bag or anything, just, like, sprinkles shake that had fallen into the bottom of an empty, otherwise empty box. And I got bitched out for it, you know, I got in trouble, but I was like, Mom, I'm just, I'm not gonna stop smoking, like, you, there's nothing you can really do. And I haven't stopped smoking, even though I got in trouble for it and got grounded. Got my, I didn't get my ass beat this time, though. I probably should've. But I didn't. And this ties into my next fucking story that I got for you guys. Which is going to be the story about the time that my friend's mom, the one we just mentioned, found another friend's weed in my best friend's drawer. It's confusing. Give me a minute. Trust me, you'll understand. I'm going to take another bong hit. smoking straight sativa today i feel like i'm gonna be really good at getting shit done now in like an hour when i come down off this anyways so how this story begins how to start this one so for <coughs> oh there's the surprise cough i'm gonna leave it in 
so there was this brief period of time where this friend that like knew the friend group he wasn't really a part of the friend group he just kind of knew us was renting some property on my best friend's ranch this family's ranch out here in you know the indio hills and all that like this is big ass property and there was only two houses on it that still had like water electricity and like ac and all that like modernized there was two houses a big one and a small one they lived in the small one because it was like a two bedroom and it was super chill and we always used to sleep at that guy's house because his mom didn't give a fuck what we did because she was fucking out doing dumb shit half the fucking time anyways so we'd all hang out there because one there was always fucking weed because his mom smoked weed too and she would just share it with his with her son because she didn't give a fuck that he smoked so we always had weed and two this kid was like crazy into like world war ii memorabilia like fucking like russian sabers and like nazi flags and uh like you like the entirety of world war ii he just loved collecting the memorabilia he had some planes he had a few like shell casings i guess that were from d-day that he bought on ebay they were like certified from d-day like they had a little card that came with him i'm like dude those are just bullet casings but all right like he had like a fucking like bayonet from a rifle he had a sight from like a car 98 or some shit like that it was one of those old school looking sights it looks like a telescope but anyways like has nothing to do with this story so we were smoking one night right and we were at our bet my best friend's house the big house the nice one and we were smoking and we were having a great old time we put everything away in the bottom drawer of my buddy's dresser but we made sure to put the weed back in the other kid's backpack so he could take it back to uh, his place because god knows had my friend's mom found the weed in his bed in his drawer we were dead men well two days later go by and i get a phone call from my best friend he's like dude watch out my mom's gonna be calling you guys in a few minutes she's pissed and i was like about what and he's like so and so the guy whose name i won't mention because i don't like him left his fucking bag of weed in my fucking underwear drawer and my mom did my laundry and i was like oh no and he's like yeah she found it and she's blaming you and i was like what and he goes i gotta go and hangs up and i'm just sitting there in pure terror like by terror i mean like the kind of terror that you feel when you're sitting there just waiting for the bad thing that you know is about to happen to happen what finally happens my friend's mom finally calls my mom and I'm sitting there trying to explain to my mom. I'm like, mom, I didn't fucking do it. It wasn't me. And she goes, okay, okay, well, I'll let me talk to her. And so my mom is dealing with her on the phone. And she, I told her the truth. I told my mom the truth. This is the one time, the one time that I could have gotten my ass beat for no fucking reason. And I told the truth and it worked out for me in the end. So here's what happens, right? I'm sitting there listening to my mom talk to my friend's mom. My mom is beginning to get cussed out by my friend's mom because my mom is having my back on this one. She's like, Nick's not stupid. She's like, if they were going to hide it somewhere, it wouldn't have been in the house. And I was like, yeah, exactly. There's a shed out back. Like, I was thinking to myself, like, we used to keep, like, a little jar of weed in the back in this, like, damp, like, cool shed. Because it would all, there was, like, this little puddle of water that just never went away in there. I don't know if there was, like, a water line underneath that was broken or something, but, like, it was always wet right there. And so we always used to keep, like, a 
jar of weed, like a little jar of weed inside of a box into the back over there. Like, because the coolness would keep it, like, fresh longer, you know? When you live in a desert, you leave shit, even on a windowsill, it'll get fucking dusty and crusty and become unsmokable in, like, a week. So anyways, my mom has my fucking back. And when his mom starts talking about the pipe that she found, which was made from a Crayola marker and tinfoil, like, I just kind of laughed a little bit. And my mom's like, what's funny? I'm like, I'm not that dumb. And she goes, oh, I know. And she explains to my friends, well, she goes, Nick's not that stupid. He wouldn't make a pipe out of a plastic marker because what happens when you burn plastic, guys, it melts and it lets out that black smoky shit. And that's what you're going to be inhaling along with your bud. You don't ever want to inhale that because that, I'm pretty sure, would feel like death. Not to mention, it probably can't be too great for your fucking lungs. So what ends up happening is, my best friend's mom finally concedes the fact that it wasn't me and my buddy that did it. We didn't leave the fucking weed in his drawer. She said, well, that other kid. And she straight up, like, I guess went over to the other house and, like, cussed out the mom and, like, cussed out the kid and, like, told them that like if he did some shit like this again like you they'd be kicked off the property and she's like well i pay my rent so what the kids do has nothing to do with me and i'm just like i was so caught up in the situation like it sucked and so finally my best friend's mom was like well he can't hang out with my kid anymore and she was like well fine fuck your kid like but i was the mutual friend between the two of them so what ended up happening is we would literally get on like voice chat with each other on the xbox and just not say his name we would just call him something else and like what ended up happening after a while was like i would be hanging out with them and i'd be like hey i'm gonna go say hi to so and so real quick i'm gonna walk down the street i'd walk up i would give him like 20 bucks or whatever and i would bu i was literally buying weed off of him for like the longest minute when he lived on the same property it was like a 30 minute 30 second walk to the other house dude like and I come back and, you know, we'd wait for best friend's mom to be either be gone for work for the weekend or to be, like, you know, sleeping or at work or doing something that wasn't at the house so that we could smoke. And she took off this day. And so the three of us went over behind the shed, you know, smoked up a bunch of weed and fucking kicked back real hard for a while. And then, like, I don't know, she came back, we went our separate ways, we went back to my best friend's house, ate some fucking Costco pizza, and knocked the fuck out. Like, we did this repeatedly for the longest. I don't remember where this story was going, but anyways, guys, I'm pretty fucking baked, as you can probably tell. I'm gonna go take a nap before I gotta do my adult shit today. But you guys are all awesome. Have a good day. Stay toasty. Stay high. Stay awesome. I'm out.